What's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. How are you? I'm good. I just um, educated you on the fact that the Alameda Police Department is in Northern California. We're going to be talking about that today, but we're also going to be talking about pirates. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Believe it or not, the Alameda Police Department was offering a $75,000 hire-on bonus for more police officers. Clint, why do you think that is? Because recruitment's so hard nowadays and, and more and more agencies, and it's really funny, just a side note, me and a, co- a partner were just having conversations about it, about uh, having, having hiring bonuses for individual agencies. But I think these agencies are trying to find ways to get experienced officers to come to their location more because most of these hiring bonuses are for lateral transfers and not just for new hires. And I think it's something that is being you pretty much if you don't do it, then people don't want to be in law enforcement anymore. We've had a lot of conversations early on in your career about things that I just simply would not feel comfortable with you doing. Gangs is one of them. Probably you're not very graceful. So gangs and motors are the, the two. And I'm thinking about if you were to ask me, Ashley, what three police departments would you not want me to have anything to do with in all of the United States? I would tell you in no particular order, it would be anything to do with the state of New York, Minneapolis, or San Francisco. The reason for that is because these past three years have destroyed those states so much to the extent that I don't know that they will ever come back. So much to the extent that if I lived in any of those places, I would move. I would have moved by now. Yeah, it's something that, you know, you see, I and I can attest for San Francisco in general, like their policies and everything that they've been bringing forward they're losing officers by the drove. Like they cannot retain any officers within that agency because you, you can't do your job without the fear of losing your job just, just for taking someone into custody. Like it's crazy. One of the very cool things about living in California is there are times where we have had police pursuits where you could watch them for hours at a time. It is a, the the peak of entertainment when it comes to living in California. If you if you have a cable, which we don't, but you can watch it later on after it's been said and done. And I'm thinking about how comparable seeing a pirate ship being taken out is to watching a police pursuit on TV. I'm thinking about some of the first times that I've seen that and like pirates, like that's really a thing. That's it's not just some Johnny Depp thing on a, on a movie. Like there's really pirates. I remember it being a shocking thing to me. And I remember seeing so many videos of these pirate ships being taken out and then seeing some of the heinous things that these so-called pirates do and some of the, the ridiculous crimes that they commit and really just how barbaric these individuals are. That's truly the best word to describe them. And so in saying that, 
I was also incredibly shocked to read an article, I'll link it down below, that said that pirates are basically taking over the bay in San Francisco. And that's one of the reasons why they're trying so hard and trying everything that they can to beef up their police departments, because this is something unheard of. We would never let pirates just hang out right within an eyesight of the places that we're living. But it gets worse because these pirates are actually taking over some of these these ships, these boats that are parked on the bay, and they're living in them. And it blows my mind because these are, who knows where they're from, right? They, they, they could be any, just like everybody that the Biden's led into our country, it could, they could be anybody from anywhere with any intention in mind. And I, I cannot believe that San Francisco has gotten so overrun. We've been there several times and it's always been very nice, very cold for some reason mm-hmm. every time that we've chosen to go there. It's another one of those places, just like I told you, New York, I will probably never again go back to in my life. And that's so unfortunate to see because we have these beautiful cities and, and historically, like, like it's unfortunate. Like when I think of New York, I, <clears throat> I correlate it with Christmas. Like you think of Home Alone and you see New York in this Christmas scene and, and it's just like a really wonderful place to go. Or and, like New Year's Eve. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's sad to think that I will probably never go there to see the Statue of Liberty, to see the Empire State, to see the World Trade Center Memorial. Like, I will never get to see that because it's just not safe to go there. Same thing with San Francisco. I'm never going to have a clam chowder bread bowl again, and that hurts my heart. <laughs> like, I love those clam chowder bread bowls. I love going up to that environment to see Alcatraz, to see all the history that's there, and to just get to really enjoy the environment in which you're in, but you can't go up there now without worrying about your safety. Like I would rather go to a third world country and probably feel more safe and secure than to go somewhere in our own country. That's what a lot of people going to a lot of different places in the United States. Now they're, they're shaking their heads, whether it's the, the Arizona border or places in Minneapolis, we, we just watched a documentary on, on that, where you're, you're asking yourself, am I now in a third world country? And I think that's been such a big fear for a lot of people during these past three years to see this downshift of the, the beautiful nation that we live in take a turn for the worst in ways that, you know, I'm thinking about my grandpa, who, who was a veteran, and so many other people who have made tremendous sacrifice, the ultimate sacrifice, who are literally probably rolling in their grave right now, our founding fathers. I can't imagine how they would feel if they saw what is taking place take place. And it is such a sad thing to see because the, the separation that we seem to have in this country are people who are true patriots, people who understand the Constitution, people who live by the national anthem on a daily basis, people who still take pride when the national anthem comes on, people who appreciated and appreciate pledging their allegiance to the flag of the United States. And then we have people who, you know, they they decide to only fly their flag under a leftist administration, And it's such a sad thing to see because I also think that when we break it down, it comes to people who are stirring the pot. I'm thinking AOC. 
I, I just said some very un, unkind things about her last night to you, Clint. And people who are just like quacking their way through life, not making any sense, not understanding, not understanding a thing, so it seems. And then there are people who are the peacekeepers, people who are the protectors, people who are vigilant, people who want to secure the safety for not only the themselves and their families, but for the nation as a whole. And it's it's that complete divide. And the only thing that gives me hope and comfort is the people who are on the right side of this, literally and figuratively, are the people who are the strong ones, who are people who know how to protect themselves and to protect the people and the country that they care about. But I think it's because we have that divide that we're seeing it play out so geographically when it comes to certain states, different counties, and different cities. You know, and I, I hadn't even thought about this. And, you know, earlier this year, I went to Minneapolis for work. I had to interview a victim out there. And I had just casually just, I stayed at a hotel right across the street from Mall of America. And I just casually walked over there, not thinking anything of it. Then we watched that documentary last time, like, Man, I was stupid just for think like I should have stayed outside of the city somewhere because it's such a ticking time bomb over there. And that's how we are in so many instances across this nation in these bigger cities right now. We're just a ticking time bomb waiting for it to go off. Sometimes you'll get these minor explosions like we had back in 2020. And yeah, it was very extreme, but in the totality of everything, it was a minor explosion just waiting for it to explode even more, for it to turn into a huge nationwide, you know, bad experience, something that's going to blow up on us. Yeah, and I think that if you're considering lateral transferring to another department, I've been talking to a reserve officer who's thinking about going back into police work and we were discussing different higher on bonuses and things like that. I don't think that you deciding to armor up and battle pirates should be something that should miss the mark when it comes to that determining factor. I think a lot of times the money is so attractive, right? $75,000 higher on bonus is something we have never seen the likes of in law enforcement when it comes to a higher on bonus. But it is not as attractive as your life. I can promise you that. And I think that it's important for us to encourage ourselves and others who might be deciding to enter into a career of law enforcement or to change departments altogether to to consider all of the factors and to ask themselves why. Now, now, granted, there are most agencies who have pretty attractive higher on bonuses or lateral bonuses right now. But when something seems a little like excessive, such as this, we need to ask ourselves why. And to to talk to the people who know best, which would be officers within that department, perhaps, or civilians that are within that department, go act like a tourist for a week and talk to the civilians that are on the streets and ask them what they think of it. And I think that it's important for us to understand that no matter no matter how much money is being offered to you, none of it will ever be worth the price of your life. I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.